Hello, and welcome back to the Artifact Super Awesome Podcast. Uh, the show that continues to be inconsistent, but mostly of my fault. Uh, don't blame Nikita. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's honestly, I think there was lots of information. I think that's a nice thing about Artifact is we do have info every two weeks. Every week, honestly, pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, so there's plenty of things to talk about. Um, but yeah, we've kind of got a little disjointed. Uh, it's the, uh, I, the show that continues to be consistently inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to keep you guessing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the truth is that I think Nikit and I are like, I, I kind of approach the show as like, it's just a fun conversation about things that we're excited about. Um, because I, I think... I don't know if you've realized this, Nikita, but I think I've kind of gotten to the point that I'm like, I don't need to have five or six podcasts that are all doing as good as my first one. You know what I mean? No. Okay. Uh, plus the amount of time that it takes to to get there, right? Um, I can't really put effort into like four or five different games, I feel. That's um, fair. That's totally fair. Be- because it's not, I don't know. It's almost like, it's almost like if, if, if I put it like effort into all the games and just stretch my little thing and then you know the quality goes down overall as opposed to focusing more on one thing it is what it is um but i i don't know how you feel about it nikita i just i i think i just enjoyed uh talking to you every week or so about card games so that's kind of how i approach these things <laughs> absolutely i mean i'm here obviously not against my will uh just putting that on the record so th- i you know i enjoyed doing oh. it too Oh, good, good. I need to clip that. Uh, not against my record. That, <laughs> yeah, that... give it to your lawyers just in case. Just in uh, case. But it's smart because you want you want, you don't want to have like you don't want to spread too thin. I think that's like the concept. You want to have like qu- quality over quantity, right? Isn't that like the big the big thing that everybody? Yeah, for? and I think another big thing is like the one thing that I find myself always looking for is trying to provide something unique. Um, I think that's definitely something that podcasts struggle with. Um, yes because like if there's five or six different podcasts doing the same thing then it it's not i don't even think it has to do with who's necessarily better like there's uh there's probably certain podcasts that there's like two or three podcasts that do exactly the same thing about the same subject and it just happens to be like who you listen to first you know what i mean or who has Mm -hmm. who's the more or the big ones maybe if you have like a very notable personality uh people tend to go with them which which makes sense, but um, for me, it's always like trying to find new, interesting ways. Um, and I think for us, our artifact discussion at least feels goes in nice nice directions uh, that I enjoy. Um, I think on the Rotero one, we still have to work on that, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Everything's True. a work in progress. I mean, I, th- I think for podcasts, like especially, I don't think a lot of the times people, unless it's like a very specific uh, thing about a podcast about reporting something, I think most of the time people are listening for the for the personalities or they like the opinions of those or they like hearing them talk or they like relate to them more. I think it's more about like the people because it is such a, I, I mean, I think the only word to, it's, it's an intimate medium because it's you're literally just listening to like, a voice or a couple of voices and like that's it and you're sort of like that's all you're devoting your attention to and that's all you're sort of processing in or i mean you could be doing something else at the same time but that's like uh i don't know i i find that the podcast i listen to i i feel like i don't necessarily listen to like i don't listen to it for necessarily what they're doing i listen to it because i enjoy uh hearing the people talk right for example listen to a lot of podcasts uh like a lot of comedy podcasts and 
there's like a lot of comedians do a lot of different types of podcasts. And if there's like a comedian that I really like, I will just listen to pretty much everything that they do. If they guest on some other podcast, I will listen to them guest on some other podcast just because I, you know, enjoy listening to them that much. I don't know if no, you're the that same make, there. Yeah, that makes sense. And actually to make my analogy even more uh, direct, um, I think the big thing is was in Hearthstone. Like, I think there was like seven or eight podcasts. Um, and it's not... I don't think it was necessarily like personalities won the day, but when all of them are talking about uh, like, I don't know, some patch update. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, okay, so now I need to decide between <laughs> these seven or eight podcasts uh, that are all talking about the same cars and same. like, you're not going to listen to each of them. You kind of have to choose. That's true. Um, and I think that's, that's such a bewildering thing. Cause like, it 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 almost seems like like with other medium like like with YouTube, right? Yeah, I I can definitely afford to invest into like multiple people that like do stuff related to a game I like. Um, as opposed to with podcasts, it's like, um, it will also maybe depends how much content's being out. If you're really like, I I need to listen to as much podcast, like you know, I'm I'm driving a truck all day. I need as much podcast as I can, then, then maybe you'll, you'll find that. Uh, but there's definitely a lot of people that would be like, okay, I kind of need to choose one. You know, I can't just listen to all of them because they're all talking about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I find that YouTube also, I it's usually more concise. I think with podcasts, with any podcasts, I think they generally go longer than like YouTube videos because there's just, uh, if there's like no editing involved or you're not, I don't know. There's no visual component. I feel like it's much easier to just like drone on and like talk more and elaborate on like every single point, especially because it's, I mean, a podcast usually, it's usually unedited uh, for the most part. It's one person's uh, or multiple people's sort of free flowing uh, stream of consciousness. So I like YouTube video. I think it makes it. That's why I, I, I think that's why you might find that they're more like consumable because they're, I think they're straight up shorter. Uh, so yeah, you, you, you're more likely to have multiple people you listen to through YouTube because it's like, well, if they're releasing once a week, a 10 minute video, you know, having mm-hmm. six or seven different people that do that with different styles might be nice. While if every week you get, you know, in this Hearthstone example, you get seven Hearthstone podcasts about the same topics, like the same yeah. news, and they just discuss it. You're like, okay, I need to choose one, maybe two that I really like, but the rest uh, I can't really follow, you know? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So anyway, that's why that's why ultimately point being, I think the goal is always to try to keep the podcast interesting. And I think another thing that I've also realized is the more interested or intriguing I can I can get into a conversation where we get into like the nitty gritty of like random stuff, the more I enjoy it. So that's also like a thing that you always balance, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're not, if if both of us weren't interested in the topic, or if anybody, if you're listening to, like, what's more boring than listening to somebody talk about something that even they don't care about? <laughs> like, that's like, that's the, the, yeah, that just sounds awful. I mean, usually with a podcast, I think you could probably fake it a little bit more because I mean, you can't you can't see my face, you can't see like I don't know, I could be just like I don't know, lying down into bed, like like eyes closed, just like not not caring at all. But uh, I'm not. Spoiler alert. Uh, well, I mean, okay. Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, I think the one big thing that I noticed as well is is uh, with my Rockley podcast, like we're we're so far in now, like we're we're at sixty nine episodes. Very nice. Um, yeah, very nice. Um, and it's there are weeks where like one person because it's a three person group, right? 
Mm-hmm. There's definitely some weeks where I'm possible just like call it easy. They're like, you know what? I'm just going to talk less this. Uh, and for me in particular this week, I like I gave my like 10 minutes, you know, all my energy. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of the other guys who doesn't talk as much was talking a lot more. I'm like, you know what? This is perfect. I can just kind of sit back, listen. And I <laughs> I lean back my chair. It was great, great. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's the that's the big thing, too, is when you I think the re- the big reason why I like the three man crew in that podcast is because it's been going on for so long. Um, that it just allows if, if someone has an off week, any of us, then then you know the other two can kind of pick it up, um, and like one person can actually take a week off. You know what I mean? That's um, true. Yeah. And in here, I think maybe w- just to kind of round out this point is last week I was like, I'm really not feeling uh, doing a podcast. Like, it had nothing to do with with the excitement. I was just like, I, uh, you know, we we're about to record. I think I don't know how how early I told you. Um, but I was like, I am not in the energy mood to talk, you know, for an hour, uh, with like, with like anticipation and, and concentration and energy. So, uh, that's why ultimately we kind of pushed it back a week. That's why you're getting a week later. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's totally fair. And that's, I mean, that's a good thing that, you know, I guess that's one of the benefits of being in the position. It's one of the benefits to actually being a smaller podcast. Cause if we were part of, let's say like a network or we had sponsors <laughs> or we had like, you know, that, that sort of commitment, we would have to, you would have to do it at that point. Like, cause that, cause there was a lot of things, uh, riding on it, but I will admit, I will say that like, like podcasts get a lot like a bad rap because it's like, I mean, it's, it is an easy thing to do. So a lot of people have one, and a lot of people do it, but it wasn't actually as easy as I thought it would be like for the first couple of weeks, it was cool and exciting. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is like, you know, this is pretty simple. But then like, as it, as time went on and you had to like start, I mean, this, this especially happened with our artifact when we started had to like find things to talk about and find things to sort of like fill up the time that's when it started to be like, huh, this is, this is like a little bit more tricky. This isn't as just like, Oh, turn the, you know, turn the mic on, turn the, get the recording going and just like, I don't know, improv for like an hour. You can't, it, that's it. You can't always do that. Or it takes, I think a special kind of person to be able to do that with just sort of like anything. So, well, and I think that's the big thing as well as like doing one podcast per week. I think, I think anybody can realistically do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my biggest struggle has always been like for two weeks, maybe three weeks. There's a three week, four week period that I I just went crazy. I think you remember this Um, (laughs) where there's like a new podcast being announced every week. Um, And I, and another big thing was with artifact coming back. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, are we going to do two, like an artifact and a runeterra? Um, And then, you know, I think gladly for you, I, I decided that we should just alternate. Yeah, every week I think, it was, I think it was a good call i think it was a good call uh but like the truth is i think for like three four weeks i can do i can like especially if i'm into it i'm like oh like yeah let's do four podcasts whatever you know um uh but it's can you sustain that over a longer period of time um and i, I think ultimately yeah so so the the truth is like um i'm, I'm gonna try to make it uh every two weeks um but the you know, if, if there's a week here and there that we're off or, or it's delayed a week, it is what it is. Um, I think we have a pretty regular uh, listening audience in both shows, regardless. We appreciate um, so, we appreciate you guys listening, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it very much. Um, and so they seem to stay with us despite the random gaps I've had here and there. So uh, that that always warms my heart. Um And, you know, maybe they are the heroes we need, uh, Nikita. Truly. Excellent. Excellently done. Uh, 
Heroes We Need, which was the title of the blog post that happened three weeks ago, which is the first one that we will get to in this episode. Uh, because the, uh, you know, this is an artifact podcast after all, and we're talking about 2.0 news. And it's been it's been coming. It's been coming every week. And I guess a new spoiler for the end of the episode, we actually have a pretty full picture of the game. Uh, now we have after after these three blog posts that we're going to cover, we we actually have a majority of the rule set, and I don't know if that's like signify. I mean, obviously we don't have the entire like card pool, we're not even close, but uh, you know, beta creeps ever closer, and it's it's you know it's pretty cool to see see the full picture. So let's let's just get into it. The heroes we need. Um, so that week they wanted to talk about the heroes and artifact. Um, there's still going to be like the primary thing of the game. There's still going to be like the, the key cards, the build around, there's still going to be five. Um, and they listed a, the philosophies that the hero cards should have. So they said all heroes should have at least one ability, which is, I think like that's, that's a change for uh, from uh, just like general stat cards. Uh, I don't believe Keith, Keith have an ability in the original in 1.0. I don't even remember anymore, but uh, I know accident um, and he was just like a stat juggernaut. And that's, I mean, as well as well, I guess for the future, we, we'll find out what Axe does in the new version, but all heroes should have at least one ability. You should be able to excite it. You should be excited to draw a hero signature card. Signature cards should avoid, should avoid being situational. They should generally be at their best when the corresponding hero uses them. Um, synergy included in those two. Uh, you can have two abilities on a hero and it's fine to have strong active and passive abilities on the board that create interesting threats to play around. So it's, I think this is a pretty similar philosophy to the original hero cards in, in 1.0. Um, it was sort of the thing I've never, I signature cards are an interesting idea having like an auto include. Um, I don't, I, but I, I, I think I was pretty indifferent about them. I didn't think this was like, oh, this is such mm -hmm. a cool design. And I don't think I was like, oh, this is like, this is ruining my deck. How did, how did you feel about signature cards in the original? They, they kind of felt like it would, I, I think what they did is they usually gave you some structure to how you want to design your decks in general. Um, so you kind of see natural synergies with your heroes. You you pick your heroes first and you build around them, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it was nice in that sense. There was definitely times that like some of the hero cards, you could have been like, okay, there's other three cards that I can totally use instead. Um, so I, I guess in that, yeah, it is what it is. I think the one big thing is like, as as I'm kind of looking into this, uh, the heroes we need, I'm, I'm just remembering um, the sheer amount of things that are available in artifact uh like ability wise and having every hero with an ability is going to make that greater so i think anyone mm. who's afraid that the game was going to be less complex i don't think that's quite the worst. Yes, yes no that i think by now that sort of fear has been we can we can call it we're, we're listen yeah we're not playing baby hearthstone you know what i mean yeah yeah this <laughs> yeah in fact i mean you could even say this is perhaps a concern. I mean, if the if if accessibility was like one of the problems with the original artifact, and now that I don't know, it doesn't necessarily see it's it, they have removed complexity from some parts, but then they sort of like re-added it gradually in other parts of the game. Um, I mean, there's obviously a good way to do that. Easy to learn, hard to master is like a thing that I mean, that exists with a lot of games, so it's not like it's an impossible uh, achievement, but. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, so th this is actually a, a good example for, for for that very point, because these four cards that were revealed in this post are uh, sorry, the three cards um, are the rest of the basic heroes that were the original game, the heroes that you got, um, the heroes that were 
as when you played draft were always available to you and the heroes that I think you had in your starting uh, card pool also, if I'm if I'm remembering uh, correctly. So this being Keith the Bold, Farvon the Dreamer, and Jamoy the Wise. Uh, obviously, uh, Debbie was uh, revealed the previous week. But first card, Keith the Bold. Uh, he's a 3-8, still a red hero uh, with an active ability. Stop hitting yourself. Active, three cooldown, one mana. Each unit pointing at Keith the Bold battles itself. Uh... I think that's a pretty good ability. I've so I need to. So I should have actually done this. Uh, so they like the, the units will essentially battle an imaginary clone of themselves. The ones that are yeah, it'll essentially yeah, it's yeah, it'll essentially copy itself and then sort of uh, hit and hit itself into each other. Uh, so yeah, the original one point Keith the Bull did not have any sort of ability. He was just a six one eleven. So he 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 was a mini axe. I'm remembering, and now he was a mini axe. <laughs> mini axe. We got yeah. axe. We got mini axe. Yeah. Uh, and his uh, signature card, uh, Reckless Charge, two-mana spell, Swamp Caster to a neighboring position, it taunts, uh, and has quick. So it gains you, it gains initiative. It's the new uh, you keep initiative uh, wordage. So the big thing, uh, before I get your thoughts on it, the big thing with this card, and actually a lot of these themes, is these are much more interesting uh hero cards than they were the original the original keep the bold i mean this is the perfect example he didn't have any abilities and his signature fighting instinct uh modify a red hero with plus one attack and plus one armor for five mana that was the card that was you know you play it it gets one attack one armor that's it uh but now this signature it's you know it has it has choice it has it has thought behind it it has you know you have to pick a position and everything uh I think it's a great change, personally. What, what do you think, Rob? Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm excited. I, I think, man, this is where like I love to like theorycraft, but it's like, I think the truth is once once a lot of us get our hands on the game, we'll have a very more uh, intuitive understanding of of how this might affect it. From what I'm seeing, like that. It's a strong ability. At least, like my my first gut reaction is is kind of what I mm-hmm. get, and the hero itself seems seems like a solid hero. Yeah, um, and this would be maybe maybe like it's I guess a good with that kind of active. It might be like a nice uh, kind of getting rid of small minions hero. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the only thing that I can I can inkle inkle at if if, if I may use that word. <laughs> for sure you may absolutely absolutely you may um but yeah it's it clearly i think it's designed to be worked so you cast reckless charge and then you cast stop hitting yourself so you can like put itself in a more favorable position and then have every unit pointing at keith because it's pointing because he taunts mm-hmm. uh battle itself so yeah like you said either clear the board of whatever um probably small minions but it's i mean even well, if it you synergizes don't... nicely with it like the exactly yeah with, yeah and even if you don't, Reckless Charge seems like a pretty, I mean, it's a good card. It's like a, it's a repositioning card. I don't know how powerful and how repositioning is going to be, but it seems like we're seeing more and more of it um, because the game is now, like, I guess a lot more uh, tactical than it was before. Uh, but for two mana, I mean, that seems pretty solid. I guess the downside is that it taunts. So you probably are only casting it on a card that's like uh, beefy. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, cool card, cool design significantly more interesting than the old keep the bold so uh yeah i guess let's move it along i guess some i guess some like uh notes under him big body can absorb a lot of punishment reckless charge can put bulk to use 
his active yeah, we ability some turn attacker that, yeah. strength. Yeah, we talked about it. His health has recently increased, and it might be a bit too high. So I guess they're still uh, testing out. But mm-hmm. yeah, keep the bolt. Uh, next up, Farvan the Dreamer. Uh, pack lead- uh, excuse me, he's a three-five green hero with the continuous effect packed leadership plus one attack for each ally in lane. Um, so Grim seems to be the thing. Uh, Treant ability, uh, Treant Protector had also the same ability where he got a, uh, where he buffed everything in the lane. And mm-hmm. Farvon is sort of getting rewarded for having a lot of stuff in lane. So Green might be the, have a lot of uh, creeps. Things. In the, <laughs> yeah, things in the lane. Well, that's different though, right? Because before it tended to be blue decks that would do that, right? Yeah, which is uh... weird because blue didn't, I don't. You don't think of it as like it's supposed to be like the magic color or the spell. Well, color. it was like magic, but you use magic to set up. But that's kind of, and that's so interesting because like I think in other games, like the idea of zoo of just flooding boards with smaller minions, um, is reserved to just playing them and being more aggro per se, and then just continuously cycling through your deck. While in artifact, traditionally, it's been. Uh, no, we're going to clear the board, and then Blue's also the one that has, like, oh, summon three minions, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that, that does seem that does seem kind of interesting, because, yeah, all of the, like, uh, the Kana the spell and, like... like yeah, yeah, the Kana like, spell, of course, the, yes, yeah. The hundred laws, yeah. And, and Green kind of seemed like the bigger stay-alive minions, you know what I mean? That was yeah, kind of what they are going for, but this this seems a little more aggressive. Yeah, which I I think it, I think it's cool. I mean, I'd love to see it. Uh, his signature is Prowler, still Prowler Vanguard, or Prowler Vanguard's neighbors have plus one armor, and it is a two four uh, creep. Um, yeah, I mean, seems cool. Seems to synergize with the whole. I mean, having stuff on either side. Obviously, Prowler Vanguard is going to uh, help the little things or the big things on either side of him. But again, it's a I think a significantly more uh, interesting version of. Uh, the card than what it was. Here, let me just bring it up. Farvon, <laughs> the dreamer. Nikita actually just has like a whole folder of all the uh, previous I, I have the, stats I, I have the cards in real life. Just in case they disappear, here. you know? <laughs> oh, it's actually the exact same version of the card. Oh, okay. Well, Prowler's Vanguard wow. allied neighbors have plus one uh, armor, but it was a zero six. So. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm I remember the zero six. Now. Yeah. I'm remembering now. Now it is a two four, so it's the old. Uh, creep stat line uh honestly this is better because whenever you play that 06 card you're like this is such a dead card like especially if you're trying to clear creep it's like oh it's kind of nice to put it in between stuff but it it doesn't ever push like push your tempo on the board right it doesn't ever get you kind of ahead on board Mm -hmm. Um, it would just keep some stuff alive for longer but usually you'd start getting overwhelmed so having a an actual attack stat uh, is nice because then at, at the very worst, if there isn't anything on board, you can still kind of fight uh, for to kind of you, you still you can still actually you know slowly whittle down creeps and not just be a meat shield. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Again, like it's it's. I think I I mean I mean there's a three five. I I don't know if the basic heroes have the same sort of. Uh, I, I don't think they they're fulfilling the same purpose that they had to in Artifact One, where in Artifact One they were the um, they were the draft card that you always had access to, so they had to like keep the power level specifically very very low and very very basic, so they wouldn't be just like always auto includes. Uh, 
So I guess now they could like fulfill them or I guess, but we don't, I mean, we don't have info on how the new draft is going to be, but I have a feeling that it's not going to be the same thing. I don't think it's going to be like, you're just going to have like an infinite pool of like Farvon's keeps and <laughs> but, just so like, I, really early in the game, just Farvon, Farvon. I mean, Hey, I, I seem to remember people like having like five Farvon decks during the, uh, uh, like during draft or something like that. I, I seem to, I, I don't know. That was, that was, Man, that was like draft decks years were, ago. Draft decks are one of the, some of the best parts in the game. Cause you just, you just come up with some ideas that are like, I would never think of this idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're actually able to try it out in, in, in draft. Right. I think that was a big thing, especially with no limit on colors. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that rose to some ideas. They're like, Oh, I would never think of this. Um, man. Still, still haven't gotten any info on draft. I guess that's other stuff that they could. As much as they say, if even if we have the full rule, rule set, they could still like do a blog post on like how they're going to do cosmetics and how they're going to do battle passes or like client stuff. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's still probably a lot of time to go. But far from the dreamer. Um, I think we talked about everything that's in it. His Prowler Vanguard makes it easy to keep a creep in balance, keeping your tower safe. Uh, he's been feeling a little too expensive and is likely to decrease to th- to three mana. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, three mana, two four. Because it's. Uh oh, the prowler. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't we like because of the way the new the new game will work. I don't, I'm not sure if I like fully understand how mana will work, uh, kind of versus artifact 1.0. Um, but if they're saying it, it must be true, you know. I I, I guess I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Farvan the Dreamer. Uh, next up and last up, uh, Jamoy the Wise, a 2 6 blue hero with Wisdom of the Elders, active four mana, one mana, uh, for cooldown, one mana, draw a card, reduce cooldown by one, but not below one. So that's pretty much the same as his old version, which was just four mana, draw a card, but now it reduces the cooldown by one every time you use it. Uh, I mean, objectively, that's a more interesting and i guess yeah I, well it allows it to not be oppressive early game right mm-hmm. um but then as the game goes on like its relative relative usefulness might decrease if it was four mana so like it going down to one be like okay like i get an extra draw if i have this card you know because yeah. if you compare it to some of the other stuff that the uh like that Keith and uh, Farvin here are doing, then, you know, it, it might be under, it would definitely be really bad if it was an active four. Um, but the idea is later on, you just have more card draw. That's, I think that's essentially how you got to take it. it. It's probably a tuning done for the new mana system. Since now you only have one mana pool instead of like three separate mana mm-hmm. pools. Previously you could like, Oh, I don't have anything to do in this lane. I'll just spend four mana to draw a card. But now, I mean, you're going to be using your mana pool every single uh, turn. Cause there's only, it's only one. So, having it reduce over time, I think is a better, I, that, that, that seems to me like better gameplay personally. That makes sense. More sense to me, man. I could spend hours just thinking about like the idea of trying to design artifact more <laughs> than like it's actual implementation. If that makes sense. <laughs> I, I am really curious to see how they like after, after all the stuff happened and after it was like, I, I guess like confirmed a failure. They considered them a valve. Like there was like, okay, this this didn't work out how we wanted to. I wonder how, like what they how they approached like redesigning the game because like Garfield was out, and so it was just like all up to them. 
uh, based off of like, I don't know, I guess nothing but the love of the game. I mean, what else is, I mean, what, what, why else would they do it? Um, it's about the love of the game. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, that's how, that's how valve operates. Like it wasn't any other, uh, title. They would have been like, Oh, okay, this failed. All right, let's move on to the next project. We can, but I mean, because of valve's flight management structure, they can, you know, say, Hey, let's, you know, I, I have a vested interest. We put a lot of effort into this. Let's try it. Let's try and fix it because that would be, I don't, I, I mean, that would probably be much more fulfilling or I would, I think if i was in their position that would be like incredibly fulfilling even as a fan that would be like awesome if artifact came back and turned into the you know biggest thing ever I, i'm not saying it will and it probably <laughs> won't but if it did that'd be crazy that would be like one of the biggest comeback stories i think in gaming ever mm-hmm. uh i will say i think so yeah i guess let's finish up jamoy the wise uh runic investigation two mana spell Ref- refresh all cooldowns on one of your units this is Versus the original version, which was battlefield control, one mana, choose a target, choose a unit, choose a combat target. For so, it. like, if you have, um, if you have, uh, like weapons and stuff on the unit that have active abilities, and the unit has an ability as well, you can. That, that's pretty good. I, that does like, seem pretty good to me. Yeah, especially <laughs> in this like new version of artifact, where it feels like I mean, pretty much every hero has like an active or you know some sort of ability. Uh, presumably, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into some of the items later, but I, you know, items have actives also maybe Wait, some. Wait, that means, this means you could use an ability, use this card, and then use the ability again. Yes. <laughs> uh, for two mana, that seems pretty good. That does seem like a pretty good, like, I yeah, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, these, these base, quote-unquote, basic heroes are now much more... I don't know the much more interesting you could actually, you know, you feel like building around them. I don't think anybody's considered, I mean, Jamoy was obviously in a lot of, in a couple of versions of mono blue, I remember, but uh, you know, I think that was just because of the, just because of the card draw and the, the tempo you could gain from battlefield control. But I mean, the, these now, these new versions, I feel like are actually build aroundable. Like they, they, they feel like they fulfill some sort of purpose in a, in a deck, which I think, I mean, that probably is the whole point of the post is to like show how they're, updating these like heroes that you know we're all we're these are probably four four of the most like most that heroes that everybody's familiar with so i think it worked mm-hmm. i don't know any mm-hmm. any other comments on on Jamoy? no no I'm, all right good to keep going. that was the heroes we need uh and it ended with them having a poll for a um so some new heroes that we haven't seen that aren't in the original artifact husker snapfire arc warden and nyx assassin these are all heroes from uh dota and they let people choose and it was actually a fun time on the subreddit people were like me making like posters like advocating for their heroes they're making fan art they're making propaganda about like other stuff like it was it was i a poll is always i think especially for this kind when you have like four specific mascots and those are the uh Obviously, the heroes that are referenced in the in the picture or in the icon for the heroes we need blog posts. So, um, yeah, uh, let's move on to the next one. Let's shop. Finally, we got our first. You, mm-hmm. What? Yeah, no, go for it. I, I kind of feel like it will be a lot of information to like keep going one by one. Everything that I'm seeing, especially on the next one. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want to just take a look at. Like maybe we can we can go back to specifics later, but maybe just the first part of it and, and give a summary as opposed to going through every single one, um, just because there's a lot. Like it feels like, especially to summarize, when I'm look- 
the summarize to, the the how the shop works? Yes, yes. Okay, here I can actually give it to you because I have a feeling. So, and, and this is something that I mean, uh, I always view this podcast as sort of like a I don't know. I guess you could call it like a written. It's one of the written accounts of how people reacted to this information in the beginning. Ah. Because I think <laughs> a lot of people that are listening to this are probably artifact fans. I, I would hope so. But I, <laughs> my my point being like. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably know all the stuff that we're talking about and you're just like listening for either our reactions or again, because you like hearing us talk or what, you know, whatever it being. So you probably know all of the stuff that I'm going over. So I'm totally fine. I can give you, cause I know you Rob haven't, you, you don't know any of this. You don't know any of this, uh, information right on how the shop works. And like, you haven't, you haven't read these posts yet, right? Correct. No, no. So I, I just, I need a TLDR is what I'm saying. Okay. Here's the TLDR. So this first, uh, shop post came out and it was the most controversial Ooh. blog post that they ever made. They, this new shop. And I mean, this is probably why you brought this up. It, it, it's a lot. There's a lot of different changes they made and they made it like very, it's more complicated than the original iteration basically so you can i mean you can scroll down you can look at this like this mock-up that they created with this you know there's the familiar three bar purchase thing there's an upgrade section there's a re-roll section there's oh my goodness invest, there's an earn three this gold. is like this is a weird mix of uh um, underlords or auto chess the, that's this, what i yeah, was thinking yeah exactly, i don't yeah. know i don't i don't feel like i like I think everything would seem fine if there was no upgrade and reroll, or maybe if the uh, reroll makes sense though. That's true. That's upgrade, fair. I feel like it should just slowly upgrade over time or something. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what? Actually, the more I look at this, the more it's not as complicated as I think it is. But you okay. tell me if I'm wrong here. Okay. Well, they basically they 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 start off the post talking about you know the stuff that they didn't like. Uh, consumables are too big of an impact. They talk about uh, yes. teleport scroll, <laughs> teleport scroll being like an essential item. Like you want it to come up, you need it to come up. Um, <laughs> blink daggers. Everyone had blink daggers. Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, and you know, and they talk about the stuff that they did like. Building up powerful items feels great. Uh, you could evaluate what to purchase quickly. So. Their, their goals, they'd like to ask have bat, better access to items compared to the original game uh, and less math. That was also one of the goals for the for the new version and required tools. Towns How dare you? How dare you have less math in our very complex for smart human beings artifact game? Yeah, well, so in order to, I guess, I don't know, in their, their version of uh, complicating it less, they've normalized all items in the game are now either 10, 15, 20, 25 or 30 gold. So everything is split up into tiers uh, with like 10 gold items. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Okay. So 10 gold items is like fine. So if we scroll down, we can see an example of the the first example of the 10 gold item uh, for staff. You know, it's a weapon. Um, It has the one mana icon. So this is the new mana icon. I think there's still probably like it's it's a placeholder, but this is we know for a fact this is like it's how much mana it costs to play this. Items are not Mm -hmm. free anymore. Um, But yeah, it gives plus two attack and it gives an active two mana, one mana displace a unit. So this is like their example of um, something that alleviates the need for having town portal scrolls all the time Uh, Mm -hmm. because displace. Well, d- d- to be fair, but displace is random. That, like they say in the post, displace is one of the few random effects. It pushes a unit randomly left or to the right one slot, but can only push into an unoccupied slot. Mm. Um, 
it gets a unit out of trouble, basically, which is thematic to what uh, it does in Dodo. Um, then they give an example of a 15 cost spell, the Necronomicon. The, this one, I think it made a couple of rounds because it is pretty interesting. 50 mana plus six health, deploy demonic archers instead of melee creeps. So it gives... It, it, it basically, like archers uh, that art is glorious yeah no the, the, these play placeholder arts have been have been pretty mint but uh it Yo, i'm not gonna lie scrap the dark brooding artifact look just go <laughs> full cartoon i'm telling you they they i think they've kind of spoiled us with all this art now i think if they actually don't include a version or like i don't know like a cosmetic version or something like that in the full game people are people are actually going to get upset so I don't <gasps> cosmetic and the whole game is just like <laughs> doodles oh, i love it yeah no it'd be great uh but yeah it replaces demonic archer so it's like a little bit of a better effect and it's the tier of the card is signified by the color of these like bars on the text box which mm -hmm. i mean not 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 a favorite of mine graphic design wise but I mean, it's all i mean this is all placeholder i mean i'm just i'm looking at ms ms paint drawings and i'm like focused on like the mana icon and the text box but uh uh yeah necronomicon and then they provide an example also of a 20 uh cost item root boots two armor aura adjacent enemies are rooted and have plus two decay so i mean uh rooted means that they can't move uh presumably mm. i don't know if it's actually confirmed but uh uh, adjacent and have plus two decay, so they are did uh, they lose health over time? It's negative, negative regeneration. I believe that was uh, mm -hmm. what it was in the last post. Um, but yeah, so the way they explained they they explained this in this particular blog post. I won't get into it because we have we have next post rectified this, but they explained the shop in a very convoluted uh, way. Basically, you're the way they explained it, items are grouped based on their tier and the shop is populated to have one or more items at each tier plus your item deck, all slots in the shops. And then if you like, uh, so if you like buy out all of, every time you buy a card, it'll replace it with the same tier. But if you upgrade mm -hmm. it, the next tier is like shuffled into the pool. And next time you like either re-roll or buy a card, it'll be put in. It was just, I don't know. It was just like a very, this took a lot of like decoding and a lot of people like released there was some like videos on like tabletop simulator with people re-explaining <laughs> the shop in like a more i guess like easy to understand way but this was very polarizing this was extremely polarizing a lot of people were not happy because leading up to this i mean all of the news has been great you know it's been all pretty good changes the shop was like a big one that i think i mean i what, what did you think of the shop in 1.0 what, what, what were your thoughts on it um I think the concept of the shop, it's what it, what I feel like it, it should have been is just like, uh, I think the shop would have been controversial if all the items in the shop were like low cost items that did very basic benefits, if that makes sense. Like if they were literally treated as if like you put armor on this character or you put, you gave this character a better sword. Um, I think the, the big, I don't even think that the biggest problem, at least for me, with the original shop um, was the shop itself, but it was rather the items that it contained because they they tend to, to really swing games um, beyond... Like, I think the reason the game was so hard to balance at times is because shop items could get, like, ridiculous. It's like, either you go for a build that gives you enough gold so you're way ahead in shop items and you use that to your victory, or you're winning already and because you're destroying a lot of stuff every turn, you're just naturally going to be ahead in shop and you're going to have better items, right? 
Um, so I almost feel like to me, I didn't feel like I hated the shop itself. I just felt like the items themselves were, were perhaps a little too strong and affected the game a little too much. Okay. I think, I think that's a, I think that's, I think that's a reasonable, I, well, I mean, I think that's actually probably a different take than a lot of, a lot of the reasons why other people hated the shop mainly. The- well, my, my point is I don't, I don't think I hated it. I just, I think maybe from a more general design aspect, I don't feel like, uh, like artifact the art. I understand the game's called artifact, but artifacts in the game <laughs> shouldn't um, like completely dictate necessarily how the game should be played. I think maybe maybe just part of me feels like it made it so impossible to balance. You know what I mean? That's because fair, yeah. it's just like. It's stuff that's outside the realm. It's good that they're adding mana because then essentially they're treating it as more cards. Like you can almost treat it as if it was part of the mana pool, right? Yeah. Um, And so you can kind of, you can actually balance a little, balance the game a little better that way. Um, But uh, yeah, before when, when it had no mana cost, it was like the, it was essentially like a seven, seven to ten mana card being played for free you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. at times yeah. you're like oh steal a creep or create this giant super creep you know what i mean just because you're ahead or just because you've got mm-hmm. enough gold um and yeah so so maybe that's that's ultimately what i what i felt about it personally i always kind of felt like the shop always like got in the way like it was like an addition like i was focused on like thinking about all the stuff that was like, i agree i agree they like I would not mind the game without a shop at all. <laughs> yeah, I was. I this might this might be a very controversial thing, but yeah, I completely agree with that because it was one of those things where I was like, I was looking at the board and I'm like, okay, that's going on there, that's going on there, that's going on there. This is what I'm going to do for next turn. And then the shop shopping phase happened, and I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. You know, now I got to reevaluate. Factor this in, and then they yeah. get two or three items. So you have to factor that in. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But um, I personally my my perfect shop i think i i'm used to playing with like side decks in card games uh because it it does happen it does it happens rarely but it can't it does happen in in paper games quite a bit where you have a side deck and you sort of pull stuff from it i would like like a shop where it just had cards that were in my side deck and they sort of tried to balance it around that because like this is all including stuff because, because I mean, in the original artifact, it, your side deck was a part of it, and I mean, you do tune your side deck, your item deck, to be complementary to your items. But then there was just like every other item card in the pool was also there. So, and there's just like it was just a, I felt a lot more to consider, and it felt like, well, why am I, why, why do I actually care about my item deck that much? Because I mean, you know, what if I just RNG into like a super, you know useful item on that side then it just i don't know i feel like all the choices i made didn't matter but that i mean that that was personally i don't know if that's like a correct way of thinking well, about that you know what you know what i thought as well I, I feel like what the items provided was essentially tools for like throwing initiative to other people and waiting you know what i mean that's yeah that that's what i so like so I yeah so maybe that's why i felt like if they were almost more but not like just basic stat increasers um they would have fulfilled the role that i think they played very well of like this like okay like i i want to see if they're can i bait one more thing out before i you know do a mass clear right so then you like throw an item on or whatever you know what i mean stuff like that Mm -hmm. i am a little Uh, bit sad 
that we mm -hmm. uh, never never got to see uh universe work because presumably as artifacts kept adding more sets in the uh the secret shop would just get bigger and bigger and eventually let's say like when there's 10 sets in the game it would have just had like 2000 different items in the shop that like had a chance to like pop up i wanted to see how they were going to tackle that perhaps they would have done like seasons or rotations or something like that but <laughs> I, I don't know uh it, was knows? there anything else you wanted to say on on 1.0 shop uh yeah that's a I, explain to me the the less convoluted way they they explain the shop now <laughs> okay so what yeah a couple of final things for for this version so the urn, it's basically you could either buy one of these items or invest, which means that you could, instead of buying any of the items, you could get money for that for that shopping phase. So it would be three gold, and then if you ever upgraded the shop, it would be plus one gold. So if you upgraded it two times, you could earn for five gold, because three plus the... Uh, this the feels so Underlord. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't like that it is. I also... Man, I feel like we're just gonna have this like separate Excel spreadsheet that has nothing to do with the game, but it's gonna greatly affect it, and I don't like that. <laughs> Comple I completely agree. I think a lot of people. I think that that was that that was the polarizing opinion was that it's just it's adding a lot of, I don't know, extra stuff to I. I don't think something that really needed it. Like it's broader appeal. It's making it more accessible to those kinds true. of players. <laughs> if, if they're doing it just based off of the fact that like, hey, Underlords was really successful, and it, like they're just like, uh, what was an Underlords? So, like, while well, there was like the units fighting, they also had like an earn and upgrade mechanic. They're like, okay, great, put that in. Just, just, just why, why the hell not? Um, but I, I, I mean, I assume uh, there's probably more reasons for that. But it was the it was the urn um then you could upgrade it uh upgrade the shop the upgrade cost goes down every turn that you don't uh upgrade it and then resets to five when you do so the more you sort of hold out on upgrading the cheaper it gets but obviously if you if you do it before your opponent you'll have access to the new this cards. this just feels like such a mini game <laughs> i mean like yes, the more yes. you're talking about it i'm the more i'm like this isn't even I think what I enjoy about card games is that at some point you kind of figure out like general ideas and strategies and things that are going on, but then there's going to be this completely unknown. Are you going to know what your opponent's at money wise or like upgrade upgrade wise? I, I believe so. I don't think they actually mentioned it, but I believe so. Yes. Okay. But you know, that's fair, but it's just like this like side mini game that both of you are playing of like chicken and, and then should I just invest and invest and then later actually maybe you know what's going to happen we're, we're, we're all going to if this thing is implemented as as is all right two or three months into the game someone's going to like some top pro is going to make this like YouTube video of like mathematically what is the best way to do it <laughs> and then we're all going to follow it and we're all going to ignore whatever they tried to do here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, with this kind of thing, it does feel like yeah, there's a probably a better like a way to math it out. Like yeah, no, I, I the, yeah, I agree. There'll be a way that like eighty percent of the time this is a fine way to do it, and then like the top top pros will have slight variations on it depending on situations. But except for that, that'll be that. I mean, that's hey, I pe people, people wanted it to be more chess-like, right? Less RNG. I mean, that's that's chess too. Is you just memorize a very good strategy and then you know you just do it every time. So. I guess that's applicable. Um, but yeah, so that was all for this post of the secret shop. They weren't very clear how exactly your item deck worked, how many cards your item deck had. Uh, 
how it shuffled in, how many cards from the pool of all items was included. They didn't really include a lot of that. A lot of people were confused. We had very little information going. But so yeah, that was the shopping portion. The other little bombshell that they dropped during this post, just sort of in the middle offhandedly, um, that that was also very polarizing is Town Portal Scrolls. So they keep mentioning how they, you know, they didn't like the reliance from having it, you know, having to appear in the shop and you bought it every time and you wanted to have it. They said, so Town Portal Scrolls have been removed from the game completely. You now get a similar item, the Blinks, the Blink Scroll. The first time you bring each enemy tower to half health, um, you, you get it. You get that item. The first time you bring each enemy tower to half health. Blink Scrolls work like a Blink, da- blink Dagger, but are consumed on use. That's fine. You, you're totally fine with that? I'm totally fine with that. Because... Okay. It- it's a, it's going to be like, what, you're going to get a maximum of three of these? Yeah. And it's a, so it it's nice because it's a one-time thing. You know what I mean? I think that's a big thing. And I think the cool thing will be like, you're like, okay, if I can just get this one tower to have health, then maybe I can jump over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The main argument against it was like, just why like why have it at all like at this point if it feels like they're including it just for the sake of including it to be fair we don't know how the game plays out so maybe it's like a very necessary uh, thing to happen at half tower uh health but uh, i i think because they are decreasing the amount of possible things that like blink that do blink dagger like things right i think that's why they added this because it's kind of like uh you don't you're you're winning one side very heavily but you need stuff in the other lane and you can't move it so this is like almost a natural way of moving it if you're doing really well in one lane okay i'm i mean sure i it's one of those things that i think is like i people read that change and they and even i was like i was like huh okay i guess that's a that seems like a change that like they really wanted to incorporate town portal scrolls in a way like into the game, like reincorporated it, but they didn't, they didn't know how. So they're like, okay, I'd have, I've had health, uh, you know, everybody gets one, but it's one I'm, if, if like during gameplay, like they found out that that's actually like a, I guess like a pit that people fall into, then like maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it is necessary. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to judge that kind of change, but it did. This one was also uh, kind of polarizing for the community. I feel like I'm almost like this, like, detached being where i'm definitely (laughs) part of the community but like i almost like wake up three weeks or two weeks after you know like and i see the fallout (laughs) but this is good we get your actual honest like a reaction here on the podcast like directly like firsthand like what you what you thought you know like it's not i get to like think about it for the amount of times i mean this was two weeks ago so i've had like two weeks to think about it but and i'm not tainted by whatever other people say exactly no very true yes i mean that's of course yeah um but yeah so town portal skulls i mean i mean you're fine with it again i i think it's just a change we have to play with i don't i don't actually like have an opinion it did seem a little bit off to me but i mean yeah we'll just have to wait and see It, it might it might seem when they're playing they're like okay like one person wins this one lane and they just kind of like win or, or like, and like the, maybe, maybe because they're trying to get rid of this, like, Oh, we just keep swapping units all over the place. They need to, they need to have some ingrained thing that, that does it for them. Anyway, I've, I've said that. I've, I feel like I repeated myself there. Anyway, keep going. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was the entirety of the secret shop. 
kind of convoluted, kind of rubbed people the wrong way, kind of weird post. Um, t- the post started out by saying that Art Warden uh, was the winner from the last week's poll, but then Nick's started to like creep up and almost overtake it. So both of them are going to end up being in the in the full game. So I mean that's cool, you know, Art Warden and Nick's. Um, it's probably which makes me think that they're if they're including so many new heroes, they might be cutting a lot of the original artifact heroes from this first set, or maybe this first set is just going to be like ginormous or something like that. And, and yeah, I don't know. I I mean from from what I'm taking in Ruteradin, I think they they do kind of want to have a lot to play with. Like there there is something to the uh, that that you can learn from the uh, just have more stuff way of balancing things. I, yeah, that's uh, fair. And then eventually, you know, people people have more to play around with. Hopefully, they find stuff to counter stuff that's really strong, and then it builds until you hit a point, and then you release a new set. You know. For sure. I mean, hey, that's uh, that's going to end up being more artifact for us. So, I mean, absolutely, I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, Secret Shop. So that was Let's Shop. And then it followed up with Let's Shop Continued. Um, I'm glad they did this uh, because if they just started talking about, I don't know, anything else, I feel like people <laughs> would have actually, got, the, the small community we have would have actually gone berserk. Um, and they start off the post by saying that they've received a lot of email that made it clear <laughs> that people still had questions about the specific function. Dude, the amount of emails that are sent to a dev team, like I don't think any other community has this many people <laughs> emailing dev teams. I just, oh, yeah. it, that makes me laugh. Well, people, and even I was saying, why are they asking for feedback? Why did they open up a Gmail, like asking for feedback about a game that's not even out that we don't even have, like we only have going off blog posts. I, this is exactly why, because they're, they're announced. This is the first week where they actually announced something that people were like, wait a second, this isn't cool. Or like, this is like, this isn't, uh, you know, an objectively, you know, good change. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad they did that because they, they actually, believe it or not, they made changes to the shop between that one week. So I'm not, I'm not going to lie though. The, the, uh, the, the, the art that's like hammer, like foot and mouth. That's what they're trying to say with yeah. the artwork oh, and the oh, shop oh, continued is well, I genius i actually haven't thought about that that's actually it's the same thing except they put the hammer in the mouth as if like you know wow i wonder if that's i wonder if that's supposed to oh, it's a hundred percent if not wow. well hire me artifact oh man that's that's actually that's actually that's a pretty cool like double meaning that i didn't think about that um but yeah so let's shop continued so they start off i was saying that they got a lot of feedback they're going to change it. Clarifying the UI. That was the first thing. So, Oh, we were, oh my goodness. We just spent that time going over what it's not going to be. Whoa, what is it well, going to okay. be? <laughs> it's it's going to be, it's a similar, I think it's going to still familiar, but they basically changed, they renamed some things and they moved some things around. So first things first, okay. Okay. re-roll is gone. It's that there's not a thing in this, I guess, new shop version. It was around for one week total. And uh, it's not it's not around. I, I had no problems with it. <laughs> I, yeah, it says the reroll button has been removed in favor of immediately replacing any purchased items like in the original shop. So I guess in this the first variation oh. of shop 2.0, no, you wouldn't be it wouldn't re, it wouldn't reroll like immediately. Oh, you'd have to reroll to get more options. Okay, or or you would have to wait a turn or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I thought it was like you get to reroll like you don't like the items you can spend two to hopefully get an item you. Mm-hmm. does that yeah yeah, yeah. I, no I, I think what you're saying um so they changed that then they changed invest to be uh earn because like when you really think about it you're not in the the version we saw previously you're not really 
investing into anything. It's like you're investing into yourself, but you're like gaining money. You're not spending money to do anything. You're you're getting money back instead of shopping. So mm-hmm. they change it from invest to earn to uh, make it more clear. Um, yeah, you're not, then, you're not getting compounding interest that builds throughout the game. And then, yeah, and then exactly. you, just, you just buy you like you just eventually becomes real money and just pay the other opponent to win. I, I, think, I would, you know, I would honestly, like, that would be the authentic way of how to get. I would look if they had compounding interest and then they just had they just had like an like a Excel doc, like a picture. And it was just like, this is the breakdown of how much stuff is going to happen over time. That would that'd be terrific. But no, no, no um, I, I want I They give you like a percentage. And then like if you can survive long enough, uh, eventually you just like click this button. It's like you paid off the opponent. And won the game, and then like you know, in solitaire, you'd have like all the cards going all over the screen instead of just like gold oh, yeah. coins flying everywhere. That's that's what I want. <laughs> Alternatively, you can like fall into debt or something, or there's a virtual <laughs> there's a virtual stock market that happens throughout the game, and you can like that would be great too. There's so there's so many angles, dude. Yeah. And then and then when you fall into that debt, they're like you invested in Axe coin too late. I'm sorry, and then you like Axe comes out of nowhere and hits you, and then you that's it. That's the that's how you good. lose the game. That's next post. Let's shop continued, continued. That's they're gonna go back on all of this stuff that they did in this post. After um, listening to the Artifact Super Awesome podcast, I think they've had a wonderful idea, truly. and uh, we're gonna implement it without any basis, just because they thought it was funny. Yeah, it was much. It was obviously a much simpler, much more graceful uh, concept than than, than 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 what we've come up. You with. Know, get rid of the items. Just have like a side mini game of who can generate more gold faster. Uh, yeah. And- <laughs> It's I mean, the golden hey, that, snitch. It's literally. <laughs> I mean, honestly, with like original artifact, I remember like black, uh, black green econ. I mean, that basically was the game of who could just generate more gold faster. You know, just bounty hunters everywhere. I yeah. Okay. No, nope. but <laughs> it, it was uh, anything else. Um, it's just I'm just thinking like at some point, uh, you you have uh, uh, you have to pay taxes to Valve, and you made too much money in the quarter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and so they just steal some money, and then you're like, "I can't get can't get that item now. You should have you should have spent it." I wonder just if kept making any, money. Any finance games? It's actually kind of like an interesting uh, idea. If it's like a finance, can you? Okay, I, I have the final idea on this, and then I'll stop. Um, okay, okay. I say we have a a mini game included in the game that's just like. It's it's like a, a a faux um was it like stocks except they're all like characters and it's all just a riff on Artifact 1.0. <laughs> just if I... <laughs> whoa, wait 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 what do you mean by them stocks? Like like, like you know how like people were joking about like Axcoin right? So oh, like oh. all the stocks would have like different character names and it's just like a mini game you can play. Um. And then you can, that's how, and that's how you can buy cards. I mean, that, okay, actually, people were doing that. I mean, you could, that was the nice thing about the Steam market is you could buy out cards for like low, in, like artificially increase the demand. And then, so you I'm know, saying you make a fake one, cards. and then by doing well in that fake one, you can get cards within the game. So instead of having a level up system, which everyone else is doing, uh, you're, we're all just going to become financial wizards. Who, yeah. Whoever can play the steam market better in the game. Gets can get the, the cards faster. Oh man. I mean, that'd be, that, that would be good. That would be good. But this <laughs> new iteration, I think was a little bit more elegant. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. As we're getting these. So 
they explained in the post, but uh, there was somebody on Reddit uh, by the name of The Rocks, which did a TLDR that was very uh, helpful for me to like fully understand the shop. And so here, here's, the, here's the TLDR for the new shop. Players have an item deck, 10 items, that gets 11 items added to it for a combined item deck. The full deck is viewable on the game start. So all of the 11 items that get added to your item deck, yeah, you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does that make sense so far? Yes. The breakdown of the um, uh, the breakdown of the eleven cards that get added in is like in in that post there. So you get four tier ones, three tier twos, two tier threes, one tier four, mm-hmm. one tier five, basically. So uh, obviously less the the higher tier that it goes up. So you're going to end up with a twenty one card item deck that you'll be viewable at the game start. So you know you know basically what you're working with, and you know what you're working towards too. So you don't have to like roll up and upgrade to see what you're actually working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, each slot in the shop pulls from the combined item deck. Bought items will be immediately replaced in the shop by another another item at or below the shop tier. Um, so mm-hmm. for the, you know, you can buy out obviously all the tier one items, but if you need to upgrade the shop tier to get to the next set, uh, there's no reroll button and invest is now called earn. So that that's basically it. So it's only 21 cards that you're dealing with. Uh, it's across the whole three and basically i think it's like i think there's like a set amount because of the way because everything's standardized i think it's like you need 300 or like 200 or 400 something gold to buy out every single item in the shop uh mm-hmm. throughout the game but that that's basically what it is 21 cards 10 of them are your items 11 are this spread of the other items and uh depending on what tier you're at that's what you're going to see basically uh, so what do you think? Um, does it make sense to you? It does. It just, I was much more fascinated with the previous version. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. My mind was still, still trying to wrap myself like around how that one would work. Um, no, no, this is, it seems fine. I, you're saying, sir, you're saying there's a total 20, how much? So it's 10, so the, it's at the start of the game. Each you player bring, has. Yeah, you bring your 10 item cards uh, to the game. And then at the start of the game, 11 randomly selected items throughout that spread of like tier one, two, three, four, five will be put in shuffled in. Okay. So if you make a deck of like 10, let's say you make a deck of 10 tier one cards. Uh, I mean, you'll be set. You'll never have to upgrade your shop ever again. Um, that's an anchor deck. You could, yeah, sure. You could just roll with that. Um, or I mean, yeah, if you want to make a deck of all tier five cards, I, uh, I mean, you know, eventually you only have four tier ones to go through because those are the four, uh, you know, that, that gets, okay, but, in. but, but having a, a limited number per tier or like having less, the higher the tier goes just makes sense. Yeah. Um, cause that, that, that like, as as some as overpowered as some of the items were, having multiple of that really expensive one that just built and built was not good for the game. So I think that I think I like I think I like it, honestly overall. Yeah, I I th- th- after like actually the first one I think and after like seeing what the actual shop was and then going back to the first one, I don't actually know if they made that many changes, but the the I think it was just the UI looked like a lot like it didn't really. I don't know. It, it just looked like too much all at once. This like new version, obviously it's not like any sort of UI. It's just a bunch of, uh, I, I think the truth is as well as the devs have been working with this game for a year now. And like, you just, 
there's there's a, the sheer amount of information is so giant that like keeping it as simple as a sim with with simple diagrams simple stuff is just helpful um mm-hmm. to to kind of because like um man like we almost can't take a week off anymore because like just trying to digest <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. No, th- these last two were were big. Yeah, this 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 one was a big one. Uh, just trying to digest this is is definitely a lot. Um, but it is good. Like it, this this is a nice. Um... Yeah, I I think just honestly, like with releasing information, try to keep try to keep it succinct. Like I almost rather they did, um, more posts, but like less with with more visual diagrams. If that makes sense, or just just simple diagrams with mm-hmm. with um, shorter posts, um, and but more of them, I think would be better at least on my side. Um, that being said, I think part of them is like they're kind of doing this like once a week thing, so it just makes sense to uh, release all the info that they have prepared for that week. Um, to be to be mm-hmm. fair to them, this is like the only part of the game that I think is like the most uh complicated or the part that's yes yeah yes i I think out of all the stuff they've shown us this is i I mean yeah i mean the the shop was always even the original artifact the shop was like something that like i don't know to a new player you had to be like okay so there's like these three parts and like they do this and so and so and so but um i think so i'm actually noticing one final part here that i read at the bottom that wasn't included in the tldr um the items in the shop are drawn from the cards remaining in the combined item deck whose tier is at or below shop level if you've already bought all of those cards you will see a random tier one card instead so i think that means that you can't actually run out so if your shop's level one and you've bought all the tier ones from your item deck and from the stuff that got shuffled in at the start it'll just keep generating tier one random cards. tier one cards yeah okay yeah, but, yeah. It's still fair because it's going to start out with stuff that you've seen and stuff that you've put in the deck. So, and I mean, that's what you want, right? You want, you want the, that, that's like the consistency. Uh, I do think in terms of this, like artifact 2.0's big theme of removing RNG, I think this accomplishes that. I feel like it does. I, I just, part of me is like, why is there 10 random items? But maybe that's what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, is there, like, it maybe it's so that's it's like there might be some situations where like your item deck just doesn't match up so i guess in that sense it can be like having one or two items available that you're like that might not necessarily synergize with your desk but our deck but are like useful like it it makes me think you know in hearthstone when they had the discover mechanic yeah it makes me think of that because what the discover mechanic did is allowed for people who it was like almost like people who understood what they needed at that current point in the game were able to discover and hopefully find a card that would be a solution to their current problem um and so maybe these this like this these uh extra items drawn from the whole set of items available in game these extra items that are outside of the the item deck that you created um might be those like Oh, I have this one or two option that like normally wouldn't synergize with my deck, but in order to do what I want to do, I need this item, right? And it's mm-hmm. a good thing that I got it randomly. Um, it's it's definitely better than Arrow at RNG, so that's all I'll say. I mean, yeah, to- totally fair. I I am sad. I guess they probably tested out just having the item deck and not having any random cards. I'm sure. I'm sure that was at one point they tested it out, and but... that was probably the purest form in the game. 
but like i i guess but i don't know at, at that point it probably felt boring it probably felt like why I, why bother having this i don't know what, what, what i was about think? to say i agree and then you said why bother having it and i'm like i think i've already made my uh, sentiment clear that I, yeah. that I don't think this game would be worse without items but that's fair uh, i mean I, I hope it's a decision. I hope the whole keeping items thing, I hope it's like a gameplay decision and not like a, well, Dota has it. Like we gotta, we gotta include that or our 1.0 has it or something like that. But what, I mean, what, what, what do I know? I mean, I, I, I assume, I assume they probably tried out all the variations. They probably tried out no items too. And maybe the, maybe the game felt super bare without it or something like that. So I don't, you know, anyways, mm-hmm. that's the shop. Um, there's, they revealed some more item cards. So they revealed phase boots, Plus three health. Uh, swap this hero to another position for uh, two cooldown, one mana. You know, it seems. I mean, it seems to be good. The low mana, uh, the low costed items, like the first tier, tier one at ten gold, they haven't particularly been bad ever. Like there hasn't mm-hmm. been. I don't. Know, I haven't been really like disappointed with any of them. Um, next one, Calzarim Hourglass. This is one that we've seen before. Uh, plus three health, plus two lock to any extra cards your opponent draws to uh, draws each round. Huh. This is worse. I think than the previous Calzarim Hourglass. Well, yeah, but it's a level one card, right? That's true. Yes, yeah. The previous so, one I think was like a a, a bomb or, or something. Like you wanted to get rid of it as soon as it came. Yeah, no. This is much more just like it's nice because people that are essentially making decks that you like depend on drawing through their deck to do stuff. Um, this kind of handicaps them where they're like, no, you have to draw the same amount we draw, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe if you have zoo type decks or, or just um decks that have a not like are building to some final you know final big thing at the end of the game uh this might be a good way to like slow them down and be like no you have to do what we're doing funny uh funny developer commentary on this one the old version of this card had the most requests for change since it could feel so <laughs> suffocating which is pretty which is pretty funny i don't know if i felt it was i mean it felt it was annoying i don't know if I felt it was suffocating i'm not um, gonna lie i had a very uh what's the word sadistic uh enjoyment of just having a bunch of these <laughs> it did it felt great playing yes it was definitely one of those cards it felt, felt really good playing. playing it playing against it was like i literally cannot do anything yeah now, so. just, oh okay cool just dead card, like actual dead cards in hand yeah imagine if there was a hand size limit too with with that with that old version you just like all the other cards would get discarded after drawing and you'd just be drawing yep yikes um, and then finally, we get like an exciting card, 30. I believe this is the most expensive uh, version of a card you could get. It's also got this like fancy gold thing on the background. Um, plus one armor, active one, cooldown one mana, reduce adjacent enemies to one health. They are stunned, rooted, and feeble. So, oh. So it's a level one, but it's a 30. It's not a level okay. one. It's, it's a 30. This is a tier five item. But it costs. Oh, but it it's one mana. one mana. It's one yeah, mana. they're Sorry, all they're all one mana. Saying. Yeah, every one mana. So oh, this is, this is an example of a tier five. This is the first tier five I think we've seen. Uh, I like the gold. It's shiny. Um, it, is, it is very shiny. <laughs> very annoying. Uh, there's some. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this this makes it. It's a bomb, I guess. Yeah, but it's 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 still on one character. You know what I mean? That's true. Like. And and I'm 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 assuming the way the game works, it's like by the time you upgrade to get to this point, like the game is a super super late game, so I don't think it'll be the amount of crazy things that will be going on. I don't think will make it so terrible. 
Yeah, I mean, one health isn't like like killing them. Like, it's not even really. I mean, it's not. It's close, but it's not like that close. Because like you, you kind of need to combine it with something else, and like maybe they can get an armor in or a health in. Yeah. Uh, it has counterplay. That's it I'm has saying. counterplay, and it like it isn't. Yeah. Okay. Well. It renders them useless, but it doesn't necessarily kill them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It makes them stunned, rooted, and feeble. I wonder what stunned. Uh, if it has the same, could you cast a spell if a if it was stunned? Do you remember? Um, uh, sure could stunned was a yeah. combat thing, right? Yeah, it wasn't stunned. It was silence. You couldn't get silence. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Counterplay, counterplay's there. Uh, but it's cool. I mean, hey, 30, 30 health. I don't know if that's like a... It doesn't feel like a straight include. It feels kind of situational. But uh, like they say, equipping this item makes a hero a huge target. Make sure to bait out your opponent's counters before equipping it. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, they, they even talk about the counterplay in that in that text there. But um, yeah, looks looks good. Looks mm-hmm. like for first tier five we've seen. Hopefully the other tier fives are just as explosive. Uh, and finally, we got some hero reworks. Uh, so just quickly go over these Prolix, which was a very popular hero at the time. I just it's so weird for me to see heroes not having the stat lines I'm used to. Like I'm not to rewire yeah. my brain. <laughs> yeah, no, it's they, it feels especially because everything is like lower now, so it feels like all of the evaluation knowledge that you've <laughs> built up is just sort of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but Prolix was actually one that a lot of people were wondering how they were going to handle it with the new sort of creep spawning system. And here's how they're going to do it. Uh, she's a 2-4, deploy to the right instead of the left, and mega creeps instead of melee creeps. And when you deploy it, you redeploy your leftmost melee creep. So mm-hmm. all of the creeps that spawn, it's not that she spawns extra ones, it's that one that the ones that she spawns or that are going to spawn in the lane are 2-3s. Mm-hmm. And uh, barracks, obviously, aura, give your, your creeps have plus one attack, plus one health. I think it's just a, like it just seems like a solid card. It looks it looks fun to play. Like, I don't know. This looks just everything that you get every turn for free is just going to be like super powerful. She's probably going to be a target because of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's kind of a different play. just like instead of making just more extra creeps. Um, I really like making decks with this in 1.0, like Prelix, which just having a bunch of yeah extra creeps but they they tend to be too slow so maybe this might be a good way of helping that absolutely yeah looks fun to play and definitely i think i think will be built around a lot significantly uh next up axe this was the i mean the the poster boy for artifact basically um he's now no longer the beefcake he was he is now his a... stat line looks so sad oh I, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's actually i yeah, it's, i need the pretty... um what what's that youtuber that does like the crazy like editing uh oh semper pie yeah the, i needed semper pie to do like a whole thing about like axe you go back to the axe falling or whatever but now just every time like uh axe like axe coin fell is just like axe stat line from the old one to this one yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. completely downwards from a six two ten to a three two five actually like straight up got halved uh on everything except for the armor um, but he has an ability now, Berserker's Call, uh, to cool down one mana, battle all adjacent enemies. I believe wow. that was his, uh, yeah, so that, that, was, that was his old signature. Yeah. yeah. Pumped in. His old signature was a six mana um, spell, but now it's a, just a one mana thing with a two turn cooldown. Still seems pretty I, good. I, I think this is always interesting because like, I think what this does is allowed for like these kind of big boy decks. You know what I mean? 
I like to play the big boys uh, yeah. to actually be able to clear stuff because that that's what they're notoriously terrible against being able to clear things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you play you play your like ten ten or whatever, but then like all these small minions destroy you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the idea. And I think I think while the stat line is decreased, we have to also realize like the whole game stat lines are decreased. So. That's true. Yeah, but it's a it's a very I yeah I enjoyed that kind of removal for uh like big big stated units too is like the the getting in there like with the mm-hmm. with the with the actually let your spell. big. Big static units do stuff and not yeah. just sit there, you know. Exactly, yeah. Not just attack that one minion over or one creep over and over. <laughs> but uh, speaking of, I mean, spells getting rid of stuff. His signature, Culling Blade, um, completely different from its old version. A two mana uh, spell that's a slate a damaged enemy hero with three or less health, repeatable this round. We've seen this kind of design, I think, on a lot of uh, cards before. Not on artifact mm-hmm. cards, but I think this, like, a lot of card games have this kind of uh, digital card games have this sort of repeatable this round. Uh, if you're setting it up correctly, it's it's just really good. I mean, yeah. Anyway, but it has to be a hero, right? So that's interesting. It says, oh, yeah, that's right, damage enemy hero. Oh, hmm. Well, if it's repeatable this round, you don't want to just be able to, like, deal one damage to all enemy units and then just... <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, remember, you don't have to... It's We're playing the game on all three lanes at the same time now, so it's not just, like, within the lane. That's true. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, well, Calling Blade. I mean, I think I mean it's more interesting. It's cheaper. I, I feel like it'll probably get used more than. I mean, Berserker's Call was used, but it was like a bomb card. But this one seems to be much more, much more versatile. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Calling Blade. Next up, Ogre Magi, another favorite. Uh, two, two, four has two armor now. Um, I think he might have had armor before, but I don't remember if it was two. Um, his ability. Mm, I don't think do so. Was it just okay. a three seven? Yes, you're right. Wow, okay. That's nice. <laughs> I actually remember that. Yeah, now I seem to remember that. I, I played a lot of Ogre Magi Prelux decks. That's <laughs> excellent. Excellent. For fun. Yeah. You're the, truly the light of the party. Um, Ogre Magi Multicast. The first blue spell or enchantment you cast from this lane can be repeated this round with a two round cooldown. Uh, Instead of the like, percentage. It, the yeah, 50, yeah. yeah, the 50%. I mean, I think this is a good change. The fifty percent thing that people were not happy with those kinds of cards. Oh, winner, winner, either get really, really far ahead or not do anything. You know, yeah, yeah just go, yeah, just play fairly or whatever, whatever it was. But yeah, this is like consistent. This is you know, you when you're casting a card, you know what's going to happen. Which I mean is uh, these days seems to be tends to be to better for, for the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ignite, his signature card, four mana, still remains the same. Enchant caster, deal one piercing damage to each enemy. Seems a lot better this time because it actually just straight up kills creeps. Uh, previously, <laughs> it, you know, kind of poked them, but now, I mean, hey, that seems pretty, pretty strong. And um, multicast, important distinction, first blue spell or enchantment. I believe Ignite is an enchantment in this case because it enchants the caster so you can actually double up uh, by casting the Ignite, which seems mm. pretty good. Two, two piercing damage to each enemy, pretty good at round start. What yeah, no, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ignite, and that's that's it. That's the all the cards, all the shopping phases, uh, all the basic heroes, three Man. weeks of news. Yeah, how... How close do you think they're actually to a release? If it, we can just finish off with this quickly, because it seems like none of the new cards have any artwork for them. Yes. And so, so 
it makes me feel like like we're not even like we're probably months away still that that is a sentiment that i think is shared by a lot of people in the community because a lot of people have been talking about this because i mean what are we now on like month two of like these blog posts or like month month one and a half um it's been a while and a lot of people uh assume that since they're going to start communicating obviously like beta soon or something like that and they did i mean they, they themselves said beta is relatively soon but i mean to be fair art is usually the last thing that happens during development of a game um especially in a uh, card i'll game. say this much i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing especially with legends of Rotera really pushing right now that artifact isn't competing right now it's fair like it, yeah. it might be nice to kind of you know give it give it like if we were to say like artifact 2.0 releases in six months i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because i don't see any other big card game like new card game coming out at that time so it might be nice to kind of give it some breath away from legends of Terra. for sure for sure i'm but i mean like uh with this shop stuff i mean like i said at the beginning of the show uh we pretty much have the entire rule set. You can play this yeah. on Tabletop Simulator right now, and some people actually have with the limited cards. So, like, how much is Tabletop Simulator paying you? Like, <laughs> It's not paying me anything. Hey, it's a very, very good game, and it, you know, hey, it lets you play Artifact. As of right now, it lets you play Artifact 2.0, which is something, that's something special. That's not every, uh, even <laughs> Artifact can't say that right now. Artifact can't let me play Artifact 2.0 right now. Um, but... We just don't know how big the deck size is. We don't have like the deck building restrictions and we don't have like uh card, like hand size stuff and how much cards you draw every turn. Cause I don't think they ever actually mentioned that you could potentially still draw two, but I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we just straight up don't know, but. All oh, right. You drew two cards before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like, <laughs> I, I actually forgot about that. That's it, was, it, it was such, it was kind of like one of those weird, it felt great. I don't know. After but playing it was like, three lanes, like it made sense. Yeah, so you're doing yeah. multiple colors. It's like, how are you even going to, yeah. And that's why we don't know if it's going to still be the same because you're still playing three lanes, but you're playing them all at the same, yeah, time. The same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we don't know, but I, I don't know what's left other than that. It's like, they could do, I don't know, UI stuff. Cause we still haven't seen the board. We don't know how the board's going to fit three lanes on one screen you know my you know my iphone iphone 4 can't you know i don't i don't know it's going to look on mobile or, or whatever they have planned but uh like there's yeah. no way there's no i don't know seeing <laughs> three boards 15 possible i mean it as long as i almost feel like as long as your hand size doesn't get crazy it's not that bad because like if you think about it if you're just holding, like, let's just say you're holding five cards, you know what I mean? Like, like if the sheer mm-hmm. amount of units on the board, especially in the beginning, is not overwhelming. It's not. I don't think it will be that bad. It'll yeah. get worse as the game as the game goes on, and then you're like, okay, I'm actually looking at 15 cards right now, and 30. There are 30 cards on the board. I don't know what to do. It it being the set five units in every board, I think that's like that's going to be like the biggest help. I don't know how they planned Artifact 1.0 because they were. Uh, I think testing it for mobile and they were planning on having it for mobile, but uh, having the five set units, I think is like that, that, that probably solves a lot of the trying to fit everything in the screen problems. Um, I think on mobile, you'll have to swipe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, we'll see. But point is, I have to look at 15 cards on mobile. I'm going to go crazy. (laughs) Well, I mean, you have to wait and see. Maybe that'll be next week's blog post. Um, but we're the closest right now that we've ever been to 2.0. We could say that every week, but it is... We can keep uh, saying that for next true. year. Yeah, this has been true. good. That's true. 
Uh, I think that's that. I think that's, I think that's everything. It's we been got. a great show. <laughs> yes, it has. Absolutely. Uh, do, you, do you want to close us out? All right. Uh, this has been the Artifact Super Awesome Podcast. Um, listen, we'll be back maybe in two weeks. Who knows? We'll see. Um, I hope you enjoy the content. If you do, just let someone know about it and uh, have fun playing some card games and speculating uh, about what's going to happen. And from myself and Nikita, see y'all when we see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.